This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Colleen and Bradley Show. It is Tuesday on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. Happy Hi. Tuesday. Um, and it is a happy Tuesday. Bradley Trainer, have you checked? Uh, the fundraising efforts oh, for God, our I friends. Checked. Are you kidding? Uh, in partnership with Alight for the people of Ukraine. Bradley, what is it currently at? Okay, so just a recap for those of you who maybe have no idea what uh, Colleen just mentioned. We have been partnering with Alight, an organization that helps displaced persons around the globe. Um, and specifically, they are doing work on the ground uh, on the borders of Ukraine to help people affected by that war. My talk is partnering with them, which means starting yesterday, my talkers came to uh, our shows hearing us talk about this partnership and were asked to contribute. You guys did so amazingly because as of right this moment as i'm hitting refresh one more time just to make sure i'm giving you the full total my talkers have raised a total of thirty four thousand one hundred and four dollars in just one day for the people affected by the war in Ukraine. That, kids, is unbelievable. And so, so awesome. And everyone deserves a great big bit of gratitude from us. So, Bradley, let's do let's do something. Because we did this yesterday. We kind of did it between the two of us. We didn't make it known until close to the end of the show. Yesterday, when we were on the air, uh, when we started on the air, we had about just over $6,000 yeah. in donations. Mm-hmm. And we sort of set a goal between the two of us and forgot to tell everybody that we'd really like to see that doubled by mm-hmm. the end of our show yesterday. And it happened, which tells us you all, my talkers, show up when we ask you to. We've always known that. We still know that it absolutely warms our hearts. So what should we set as a goal today for the show and let everybody know so that they can work toward it? You know, it's it's that's a great question, because yesterday, I think our goal for the day was to, well, I mean, the goal for the thing was twelve thousand dollars, right? The, Wasn't whole that the goal. starting goal. Yeah. yeah. Um, for like the 12 days that it was set up. I'm not sure exactly how much uh, or how many days we will be talking about this on air. But the point is, the goal was changed within like hours. And it's since been changed multiple times. It is currently $50,000, of which you've already raised my talkers, 34000 as I've said, just over. So I think, I don't know, I would imagine that today we could easily get to that $50,000 goal based on the performance that we've done thus far. So I would say let us get a, a good chunk of the way there. And, uh, you know, I don't know, I would say over 40000 What What do you want to call it at? forty two fifty forty five. What? Let's do four. Forty-two thousand. Okay, forty-two thousand. Uh, that's what we're working toward. We're working toward forty-two thousand. Which we can do we, this. We, we can do this. We certainly can. We did it yesterday. That is the exact same amount that was raised in the space of our show yesterday. 
And I just want to, if, if you don't mind, I would just like to take a moment and it, just explain why this is such a big deal for Absolutely. an organization like Alight. You know, I've had the pleasure of working with Alight for years. They are working tirelessly. To, like The people who work for Alight, by the way, are some of the most just person to person, some of the most kind, committed, and amazing people. And I'm using a lot of superlatives, but it, trust me when I tell you, working with the people every time you leave a meeting with people at a light you're like i just don't understand how the world creates such amazing people doing such amazing things anyway that said typically when i've worked with a light in the past you know they're in places like um you've heard me talk about the work they've done in rwanda the work they're doing in uganda and you know we've done fundraisers individuals are raising money all the time Thirty-four thousand dollars is extremely helpful to an organization like a light now you should know that thirty-four thousand thus far and whatever we raise total is specifically helping their efforts they are so good at targeting people's efforts to the particular issues that are important to them. And because as my talkers, we've said, this is important to us to focus on right now, they commit that those funds directly to that work. So Mike, who we talked to yesterday, who's on the ground in Poland, he's mm -hmm. gonna be able to continue doing the work and actually develop a response based on the amount of money we raise, along with all the other people who are working on uh, the issues facing Ukraine. So again, what this means for a light, a lot, way more um, than we realize 34,000 thus far, and probably we're going to do well over that, um, will be transformative uh, funds for the work they're doing right now. Which is such necessary work. And it is yeah, work, yeah. Uh, you know, that I it's think helping a lot of people. people Yes, and we feel so passionate about um, about what is happening right now in Ukraine and, and making sure that people's needs are met as they find themselves, I mean, truly, truly displaced. Imagine picking up and walk, not even picking up, just walking out your front door uh, today and finding yourself in a different place because that is what's best for your safety and the safety of your family. Um, and a light is meeting the needs of people. When you see and experience displaced people, um, when you meet them, when you come into contact when, with them, you know, a lot for a lot of people in this country, I would say, unfortunately, we don't maybe have direct connections to people that are displaced. I, you know, there are a lot of people at the borders of our own country who are displaced and Alight does some amazing work there. And, you know, feel free to visit Alight to learn more about how you can be involved with that work. But when you experience or come into contact with people who've been displaced, you will do the thing that I think is pretty common. You will start to ask yourself, what would I do in this situation? And you know, part of that is like, I'm gonna make this about me. Well, okay, but that's kind of a human response. And all too often, I imagine the people listening would have no idea what they would do, which is, which is why this opportunity to see firsthand up close, mostly through television and media, the effect of being displaced on a moment's notice has been instructive and educational and informative and transformational for a lot of people watching, which is why I think you're seeing the response right. from our listeners. People are seeing what it's like on the ground in the moment to have everything you uh, are used to on a daily basis suddenly gone within the blink of an eye. You have to get out. What are like, what are you going to do? Yeah. Yeah, well, it certainly is um, 
I mean, it's the images that we are seeing are certainly powerful. And I, I can tell that people are responding to that because we've already seen uh, that fundraising uh, go up since we started talking about it. Oh, so yeah. Keep donating. 34,419. We're almost there. Keep on heading to mytalk1071.com. You'll see right there, you can link from the front page to uh, the fundraising efforts we are doing in partnership with Alight. It is so easy to donate. It's just a couple clicks. Um, and thank you all who have donated so far and all of you who are getting ready to do so. Okay, so this seems like a really shallow turn. <laughs> I we mean, love shallow on the Colleen and Bradley we show. We're, we're, we, we say, in fact, it's on a t-shirt deep in the show. Actually, is it on a t-shirt? It's not yet. Why, why isn't don't it? We, why is this not on a t-shirt? We'll well, state fair shirt has we to be just, go deep in the shallow. We just got our state fair shirt done. Um Check that off the list. One of us needs to write it down, though, because you know how that works. Um, We'll be like, hey, didn't you have a t-shirt? I'm waiting for my assistant to bring me a a pen. I texted my assistant. Oh, Your assistant? My assistant. Yeah. Yeah, my assistant. assistant. Yes, I do. I have three assistants. I gave birth to all of them, and they're all home today, um, as am I. So here's the shallow turn, you guys. Today has been a complete and total poop parade at the Lindstrom house. Oh, my God. I thought my life had been turned upside down. Turns out Colleen was turned upside down and then right side up and then upside down and then right side up. So let's just really quickly go through some things that people maybe don't know. Um, I'm broadcasting from home. I'm broadcasting from home. Hi. Because I am on hopefully the upswing from a pretty hefty case of COVID. Yeah. Um, I am, I'm feeling a lot better, but I am still contagious. I'm still testing positive. I don't know if you saw the news, but last night there, uh, they announced a teacher's strike, <laughs> uh, Minneapolis public schools, which is yep. where my children go. I am a proud product of the Minneapolis public schools myself. Mm-hmm. I am a huge believer, huge believer in public education. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would also like to say, I'm a huge believer in paying teachers mm. what they deserve. Yes! And here, here. other educational professionals, what they deserve. Yep. And so I am a, a huge supporter of this strike. However, <laughs> this strike <clears throat> means that everybody in my house is at home. Yeah. So I asked my assistant to get me a pen. He's, I think, making himself some lunch. The other two are out running around. Don't worry. I already wrote it down. It's Thank fine. You. Let them live their life. And they, oh. they so... Well, are you going to tell them what? Oh yeah, what ultimately happened? So, try, just know that <laughs> I don't know how we're doing this show today. I'm broadcasting from home. Mm-hmm. You're broadcasting from mm-hmm. home. Mm-hmm. Holly was almost broadcasting from home. <laughs> I think the Arthur was going to broadcast from home. I'm just I saying, know. like I, there, like every single thing um, was sort of not what it normally is when we do our show. Which, by the way is you know let's be real we have the we best, make it most sound job. <laughs> we, have, we, we make it sound like it's so complicated it's not that it's not it's have not. mouth will travel anyway right. so add up all of these weird moving parts like does this link to this work and this cord to this work and this thing to this work and then you had the kids all of a sudden are going to be home mm-hmm. and then but right. wait there's there's more. more. Um, what time was it? It was like maybe eleven fifteen. Um, well, and I, I literally yeah. thought you were drunk. <laughs> well, 
um, while the lights went out, uh, and not because I was drunk, because the lights went out. I was in <laughs> our, I was literally, I was in the, true story, I was in the bathroom, and uh, this bathroom happens to have no windows, and suddenly it was a blackout. And I yelled out to my husband, who, by the way, works for the electric company. Yeah, that's ironically. what's even more delightful. <laughs> I go, honey, are we, do we, do we have any power? And he said, no, we don't. And that meant a lot more than just the physical power coming to your house. That oh has gosh. been the lesson. So then you text us. So all of a sudden, you know, we're already like sort of, you know, like running a little hot, like, <laughs> okay, this has all got to go according to the... And then Colleen sends the following text. Mm -hmm. What did it say even? I'll look, I'll find it, I'll find it, I'll find it. Um, Yeah, so again, lights out at at Team Lindstrom, and uh, it's about 11-ish. We're getting ready to get ready for the show. And I write, so here's today's fun challenge. Our power just went out, and I'm still testing positive. I'll keep you posted on the ETA of our power when Mr. XL gets off his phone and can look into it. And I think, I, said, well, I probably just responded like, oh, my God. Okay. Exactly. I said, I'm literally dying. Like, what more can we have to deal with today? Uh, and then, of course, we remembered the teacher's strike. And then yeah, I said, I was you like, know, hey, hey, actually... I, it just I was just reminded because my dog has been barking all morning. Do you know what my dog has been barking at? Well, what? she's not used to the noise because just down the block we have a school. And so obviously teachers are, you know, on the picket line, um, as, again, you so rightly pointed out, they should be. And, um, I mean, they shouldn't be, honestly. Right. But, right. you know, now that they are, they are bringing up some, some real issues that, um, you know, the community needs to listen to. Well, not the community, frankly, because I think the community's behind the teachers. Uh-huh. But I think there's a the handful people. of people who yeah. should probably uh, be listening. Uh, listen to our D-bag <laughs> segment later. Maybe not. Anyway, um, but so I'm hearing that and I go, oh, yeah. Hey, Colleen, also, aren't your kids home because of the teacher strike? Yes, indeed. Uh-huh. We do. So for all of you who are with us through this um, thank you for staying, and hopefully we'll still be here today. Which is, but but can we just take some joy in the moment? And I'm trying, like I'm I serious, I'm serious when I say this. Remember where we started this program? Um, like today on weekends. Today. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. No, let's not think about us. Okay, yes. Where today's no. program started? Yes, you're absolutely, absolutely 3,000% right. We I will say, in Ukraine. if you and I had the cast of chaos... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
that has entered our lives in the last few days. Two years ago, mm-hmm. I don't think anything would be on the air right now. Oh, that My is point is for sure. the universe has given us a level of perspective and gratitude for what we are able to accomplish on any given day. And for that, you are going. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Holly Roberts is here with all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. What's up, Paul? Hey! Hey, Hey, uh, celebrity baby news coming at you. Now, it was reported. Yeah, well. It's my favorite. I know, Bradley. I picked the story just for you. Now, yesterday, it was reported that Michael Sarah is a dad. He's a dad. He's a dad. Now, Amy Schumer revealed that he became a dad. She told Extra, Extra, a little bit about his first kid is just a six-month-old baby, so said Amy Schumer. So, yes. His first kid... What? Why is Amy Schumer telling us? And what... And... That's but six months. It's a bit. That's you know. Hi. Hi. Yeah. What? Well, they're. Co- I'm just saying. It's not like it's a brand new baby, and they're like, "Hey, on baby announcement," and also it's from Amy Schumer mm-hmm. and not Michael Sarah. Yeah. That's Maybe she's working like PR part time. Well, she Apparently. has for him. She has a new series on Hulu, and they're co-starring together. So Amy mm. Schumer out doing press for the show Life and Beth. And uh, yeah, she was. She did question herself. Is that public knowledge? I just outed him. I just outed oh, his there baby. You go. Okay. So it's a son. It happens. A six-month-old baby. Celebrity babies. That's <sighs> not really a baby. Well, it's, it's more of like a baby that's six months. It's yeah. still considered infant. I mean, I know it's a baby. I'm just saying, <laughs> six months. Yeah, that's like not. That's not a fresh baby. That baby. That's not a fresh. <laughs> <laughs> that baby's been out for a minute. Yeah, that baby's already like you it's know smoking ciggies. <laughs> yeah, it's like hey, I've been around for a while. Michael Sarah is actually father to baby Herman and or baby George Burns reincarnated. <laughs> well, that's a story for a TV show. Uh. Speaking of TV shows, Courtney Cox admits that she doesn't remember being on Friends. What? Yes. Did she have an episode or something? Well, she was on. She was in all the episodes, actually. No, I meant, <laughs> I meant some kind of episode. Uh, she was talking to Willie Geist over on the Today Show, and she said that she didn't remember much of her time filming the show Friends. And she kind of felt bad about it when she was doing Friends the Reunion that aired last year on HBO Max. And she's okay. like, man, I should have watched all 10 seasons because when I did the reunion and I was asked questions, I was like, well, I don't remember being there. Yeah, I don't remember okay, a lot I of episodes. I feel like the I don't feel like the fans want to know that. I mean, I don't I want to honor her experience. Um, but I don't feel like the fans want to know that she just doesn't remember the show that made her career. Yeah, but it's fun for her, Colleen, because she says that sometimes she sees friends on TV and she stops and she goes, oh, my God, I didn't remember this at all. But it's funny. I I do get that because it was. I do get that because I feel like if like as an actor, some actors, you know, they're not watching a lot or whatever. It it seems disembodied from what they actually did. Sure. The work seems disembodied from the product. You know what I'm saying? So I could see where that would be disjointing where you'd walk into a room and there you are. Like imagine an episode of our show just reliving as you're walking down a hallway and you're like, I don't have any clue, but that was kind of funny. Yeah. 
you know? Well, let's be yeah. real. Like, so- I mean, basically, we're the cast of Friends. Yes. Right? Obviously. But, Obviously. But if somebody asked, what were you doing in 2017? Do you remember much of that? Oh, geez, no. Okay, no. Yeah. I don't even remember what we did yesterday. You can't even... I, I don't remember what we did the last segment. I can't even remember what the throwback live was the day before. <laughs> right. or what, is the, what is the throwback live? That's even, a thing? Yeah. Who are you? <laughs> Where are we in time and space? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. But uh, Kelly Reppa and Mark Consuelos making headlines today because they're showing the weird way that they hold hands. Okay, okay, because they have nobody cares. They, they're arm in, incompatible. Did you see this arm? Is length. this another? Is that a thing? Arm incompatible? No, but they're going to make it a thing. Yeah, oh. yeah. Re, we haven't really talked about Kelly Ripa and my, Mark Consuelos in quite some time. I feel so they're making a thing about the arm length incompatibility. Okay, that's their thing. <laughs> but like they're having their whatever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But you'll love this, Bradley, because what that all means is that when they hold hands, they have to stretch across. Like, so they're if they're walking down the street, they're taking up three spaces because they have to stretch their arms across. They can't just hold hands next to each other like normal people because their arm length incompatible. Yeah. So the next I time, I don't understand. Is is it because one's taller than the other or something like that? His uh... arms are very long. Yeah, well, and hers are kind of short. So here's what you do. Next time you see Mark Consuelos and Kelly Ripa walking down the street in midtown Manhattan, you just run right through their arms and try to break their grip. And then you're like, Red Rover Isn't that Red Rover? Red Rover, exactly. I just Red Rovered you. you. I hope, oh gosh, I hope that happens to one of us someday. Uh, Thank you for that Dirt Alert, Holly. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley Show, Holly's going to bring us pop culture mysteries in the Mm. form of blind items. We're going to get ready, Bradley. Mm. We're going to try to solve them after this on My Talk Mm. 107. Oh boy. Welcome to the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hi. And uh, we are going to solve some pop culture mysteries. We do this every day at about 1230 in a little segment we call Blinded by the Item. Item. Blinded by the Item. Woo. Hot and fresh celebrity gossip mysteries. Now, if... You did a celebrity gossip mystery yesterday, and I read it again. I tried to go through as best as I could. Oh, I did put the links on the thing, so hopefully. Oh, okay. So if you need to verify your work, feel free. Did you talk about a (laughs) foreign-born A-plus-list singer who was a liar? Ooh. No, I don't think I don't know that we did. Let's talk about this person who's trying to be as evasive as possible while still not lying under oath. When he said he quote unquote works with unknown singers and clears their songs, what he means is that he gives them a tiny bit of money in return for them giving the singer the lion's share of writing credit and they're lucky to hear from him again. The whole hermit the whole hermit thing is just a ploy too. (laughs) He may have had a flip phone, but people with him had smartphones. Ed Sheeran. Yes. Yeah. Ooh. Don't believe the hype with Ed Sheeran. He's just kind of skirting the law here about his songwriting skirting habits. The law. Is this is this like about plagiarism? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's we just talked. Didn't we talk about a, that story yesterday that somebody's suing him? Yes. Yeah, I think Grant brought us a story in the Dirt Alert about oh, how yeah, he was yeah, being yeah. sued for, um, and I don't remember who was suing him, but it was another musical group or two, uh, or musician, that mm-hmm. felt like he was 
uh, using their things. Okay, so translate that uh, that blind item right there. Okay, so Ed, right there, right there, right there. Do that. Okay, Ed Sheeran is trying to be as evasive as possible while still not lying under oath. And when Ed Sheeran said he works with unknown singers and clears their songs, what he means is that he gives them a tiny bit of money in return for giving this, him, Ed Sheeran, the lion's share of the writing credit, and they're lucky mm. to hear from Ed Sheeran ever again. Now, Ed Sheeran apparently claiming that he's a hermit and that it's a ploy, that he has a flip phone. But, yeah, he can have a flip phone, but Ed Sheeran's people have smartphones. So Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's like a signature move by celebrities. Like, I don't have a phone. It's like, well, yeah, that's because you've got like 30 people around you at all times telling you what to do. You, like, that's what a smartphone is for the rest of us. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. Like, I have a calendar app on my phone. I don't need I don't have like a, a, a person assistant. who is the calendar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, actually, my partner is the calendar. Truth be told, oh, that is that's, accurate. That's accurate. he's not paid for that. Sir. Well, anyway. <laughs> OK. All right. We do not need to get into that. <laughs> Let's get into this. A celebrity gossip mystery. This A plus slash A list, mostly movie actor has two big movies being released this year and finally got his filler Botox combination to work for him. Oh, Zach. did you say A-list? Uh, yes, there are two folks that are being discussed. Oh, okay, fine. I was saying Zach Efron, but it's not. Oh, is well, it Tom Cruise? Well, it's one of them. Ooh. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> if you'll remember... Colleen, his Botox and fillers were so bad, Colleen thought it wasn't him. I did. It yeah. really didn't look like him. Yeah. I thought that was all a lie. But he's obviously got that corrected. Okay, so there's somebody else who's also an A-list actor. I, who's got two movies out uh, this year. I just have to think that it's Robert Pattinson. Right. <laughs> no. Now, this person... uh. I don't think they've been known for their bad face work. Now, they have face work nonetheless, but they do have two movies coming out this year. Because, see, Tom Cruise, he only really has the one Top Gun Maverick. I think his Uh, Mission Impossible movie has been delayed by at least a year. Is it like a Benedict experience? No. Eggs Benedict? Cumberbatch? No. Uh, Is it Harrison Ford? uh, No, this person (laughs) you wouldn't think of. Now, this is just in the comment section here. Uh, but there's a, one of their movies had a big trailer released last week, and you're not going to think of this. Per- you're not going to think of this person. Ben Affleck? No. Uh, I, would think, I would totally think Ben Affleck. Yeah. But you're not thinking of this person because, quite frankly, the work that they've gotten done on their face is a plus. Like you, you just really? don't even think about it. Okay. Okay. So let's narrow down, like, because faces are not going to get us there. Like, let's narrow down his. Uh, Gineer, aka genre of work, the body of his work. I was like, wow, I don't know that word. I had a friend once who's who told me that he had a friend. So like this is a really very like a genuine story. He said that his friend used to pronounce the word genre Gineer. And my friend worked for the magazine known as Gineer. So it stop it. Weird. Oh my yeah. gosh, that's hilarious. Okay, yeah, what Gineer is this person in? <laughs> this person's all over the board. Oh, there, oh, Matt yeah. Damon? Is it Matt Damon? No. It's Matt Damon. Okay. I would have I would have guessed Matt Damon. But that actually. echelon of star, uh, this okay. person has won uh, an Academy Award. No. Leonardo DiCaprio? No, but getting kind of closer. 
Uh, Brad Pitt? Yeah, some people said Brad Pitt. Oh, I would totally buy that. I mean, not that I think he looks like he's had fillers, but the fact that no, he's under he's the... No, he's doing it right. Under the, uh, you know, one of the, like, magnifying things that the face people look at to make your face look... You know what I mean? They get all up in there. What do you call that? A I'm just saying I'm not surprised. Read the thing. Proctologist? So... No, a dermatologist. <laughs> oh, I was like, girl, that's the other end. I mean, you I'm don't sh- want any fillers in there. Uh-uh. <laughs> or maybe you do. <laughs> I'll shut up. Go go on, Hal. Sorry. We mature now. <sighs> Very sophisticated. <laughs> Adults. So, Brad, By the way, <laughs> donate to our uh, partnership oh, God, with the stop. light at mytalk1071.com. Oh, go on. So... <laughs> Maybe Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise, the more probable answer. Maybe Brad Pitt, but finally got their filler and Botox combination to work for them. My guess is Tom Cruise. I think NT Lawyer made a mistake thinking that Mission Impossible 37,000 comes out this year, but they delayed it again. Yeah, I actually agree because uh, more recently when we've seen him, he looks not as puffy and not like himself. It's like something settled down or got like... You know, squeezed out. Well, just knowing how vain Tom Cruise has been throughout his career, it would not shock me to learn that based on all of that negative feedback in the press about his face, that he, you know, made an emergency trip to his faceologist. He listened yeah. to Colleen. Colleen B. What did like, I say? Well, it's because you didn't even think it was him. Oh, no. I for sure. It's like so that Colleen you, really hurt my feelings. Yeah, I'm sure. I don't, he, I don't even know if he has feelings. So... Um, not in his face. For those of you who are wondering, like what what picture I saw that I didn't think it was him, it was when he stopped at that Indian restaurant, and I can't remember if it was, it was in, in the UK. The UK, that's what yeah. I thought. And uh, and they took a picture of him, and I was like, "Jokes on them! That is not Tom Cruise." Yeah, you thought they were just like getting free advertising by I a thought it was Tom, a Tom Cruise, Cruise lookalike. lookalike. I yeah. did. <laughs> Hire me yeah, for no. your birthday and party. We were like, um, I think that's just called age. Oh, also. Also, really quickly and pettily, have Ooh. you seen the the unretouched photos of Madonna? Oh, oh. you guys didn't talk like, about that yesterday? No. Okay, okay. No, somebody took a photo okay. of her leaving somewhere. Or she like was an, leaving, just sort yeah. of, Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say Madonna was leaving a restaurant over the weekend with her son Rocco. Mm-hmm. And look, I don't care. Like, I think Madonna is a bad a to the double S and yeah. I would never give two bleeps about what her body looks like other than she has so manipulated her image on social media that when you see the reality, you're like, Oh my God, it is so different. So if you haven't seen those photos, I mean, again, she just looks like a, a you know, a celebrity who has spent some time on her look, but you can also see more clearly the difference between what she puts out versus oh, yeah what the media just observes oh yeah what's your what's your reaction (laughs) oh my gosh i mean you're right like this is what celebrities do right they change their faces um this is not i would i'll be honest i don't think i would have recognized that as madonna no you would have seen that woman come out and been like oh i bet she's somebody i mean she looks like she's wearing high fashion and She's had some work done. You can be, you, you know, like you would go, oh, that's a, like, I'm sure she's somebody. I don't know that you would have said Madonna. No. And to your point, it is her prerogative what she chooses to do with her 
um, with her person. However, this is not what the pictures that she pushes out look well, like. Which raises the question, and now I'm sidetracking and I'll shut up. It raises the question, if you're going to spend all that money on your face, then why are you doing all the filters? Right, because that what stuff I would is do, free, by the way. I was going to say what I would do is just keep up with all the filters and then just be me. And then you don't have to worry about disguising yourself when you walk outside, right? Right. Like, <laughs> just do the Chloe Kardashian or any Kardashian, right? Like, mm-hmm. just look the... Well, I mean, they've had a lot of work done. I'm saying just look like yourself and pay somebody to filter you so that, yes. <laughs> so that you're not doing both. That just seems like a waste of resources. Agreed. So tiring. Oh. Well, that was a journey. Um, Holly, thank you for those blind items. Yes. Thank you. Bradley, thank you for alerting me to the Madonna pictures. I feel like I've learned something. And when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, another thing that we do quite well, if we may say so ourselves, is uh, spot a publationship. Mm. And then spot a publationship when a publationship breaks up. And then spot a publationship when a publationship comes back together. And we're going to talk about one of those after this on My Talk 107.1 the colleen and bradley show on my talk 1071 i'm colleen lindstrom that's bradley trainer hi hi uh, hey quick reminder everybody uh head on over to my talk 1071.com and uh make sure you're donating to our uh our fundraiser, our partnership with Alight to do the doable in Ukraine. We are currently at $38,799, thanks to 432 amazing, generous listeners. And listen, $5 goes a long way. So $5 at a time, let's just chip away. So does 5000 So I know you, one True. of you out there has got 5000 Put it in there, because here's the thing. Get in there, money bags. I feel like we're going to go through our goal. Our goal right now for the Colleen and Bradley show today is 42000 Love it if you would get us beyond that number. We're well on our way. 38000 799 as Colleen said. This is literally, as you heard during the break, uh, and you know, in the promo and in the um, live spot that I did a little earlier, this money goes directly to help people on the ground. Food, diapers, sanitary items, blankets, phone chargers you name it, medical supplies, everything Mm -hmm. that people actually need right now. Absolutely. So head on over to mytalk1071.com. It's really easy. It's just a couple clicks away and you can donate there now. In more shallow news, uh, let's talk about what's going on with uh, this little publationship that we call Wadgers. Wadgers. Hey, Holly, I'm putting you on the spot. Do you have any resurrection music in there? (laughs) Actually, I should ask Colleen. You got any resurrection music? Sorry, Inside not on joke. hand. Uh, no, that's okay. Here's why. I uh, think this, this is work? a first. <laughs> yes, exactly. That, that's perfect. I think this might actually be a first of its kind, you guys, in terms of publicationships. And those are just relationships used for publicity. Celebrities do them all the time. Um, this might be the first case of a publicationship resurrection. Literally, it's a miracle. Not a zombie publationship, Colleen, which simply describes what? That is a publationship that is now defunct, that is still getting attention for their publationship, which this couple, this publationship was yeah. until maybe like yesterday. Yeah. So then we saw yesterday these, uh, this, I think it was video that was on Instagram 
of Shailene Woodley and Aaron Rodgers attending a friend's wedding together. And people were, people were like, oh, what's going on? A source who spotted the duo said that they were holding hands, walking around the hotel grounds. They, I mean, they looked like they were together, which is weird because, as we previously thought, they were not together. Now, to be fair, well, I don't know. We've gotten mixed signals from them this entire time, but the word on the street was, and I, I would say with pretty good authority, like not directly from their people, but the word on the street was that they had gone their separate ways. And mm -hmm. previous to that, we'd seen that there was some conflict about their ideas, you know, even yeah. though they were going to agree to disagree. So, like, we all thought we were going in that direction. And then, as you said, Colleen, they were kind of a zombie publicationship where they were talking about each other after the fact. Well, now we've had multiple reports, and this one is like with video evidence of the two of them on dates together, and a source is actually telling people that, quote, they're not a couple right now, but they're trying to remain friendly. Okay, so I need to know what's going to the S. Thank you. So <laughs> I, I need you to explain what's going on here because to just distill it down to uh, its constituent parts or the most important part, they're together. What they're telling us is a bunch of mixed messages. So here's here's my hot take on it for what it's worth. And I know nothing. I am just speculating. But but real talk, publicationships have gotten lazy. Um, publicationships have... They're pub-lazy big time. Mm. Because... You know, they, they kind of have one or two moves. It's either they're together or they're not together. Um, they're writing songs about each other. They're writing songs about their breakup. I'm looking at you, Shamila. But but a good publationship, a decent publationship, has an, a narrative arc going on behind the scenes that they're pushing out in a certain way to get attention. And, and I think this is one that really hasn't been done before, or at least is not being done regularly, where they're trying to get us talking about whether or not they're together. Well, you're absolutely right. Again, we know nothing specifically. What I find so interesting is that we usually talk about a publicationship because one of them is speaking to the media indirectly mm -hmm. through a source. Usually the source is like one of their PR people, right? And they're talking to people in Us Weekly and TMZ, et cetera. Or they're just doing the like Daily Mail paparazzi stroll where they're like, hey, if we go outside, people will follow us. So, you know, like there are different ways they can communicate. I don't understand the miscommunication of the communication they're communicating in our that was a, that was a song right there what we meaning, have here is a failure to communicate <laughs> <laughs> meaning they're showing up in public holding hands mm -hmm. but then through sources saying they're not together but in fact they they go on now here's here was just what i found so particularly bizarre about aaron Rodgers and shailene woodley and then maybe holly you can remind us of the story about aaron Rodgers that we learned earlier today because maybe that'll help shed light on what's going on but here's what uh the insider quote says of their relationship quote they both had intense work schedules in the fall and it wasn't possible for them to focus on their relationship now that aaron's season is over he wants to give it another try he thinks shailene is pretty special she is more hesitant though so like what so if assuming that's coming from one of them what is that about like why wouldn't you just say 
we're just kind of trying to figure things out or I don't know, don't say anything and just let people think whatever they want to think. But this is clearly an effort to muddy the waters. Well, or to paint a certain kind of picture of Aaron Rodgers, that he's, you know, this chivalrous manly man who's, you know, going to, you know, lock that woman down and Uh marry her and make babies with her. You know what I'm saying? Because because the news about him today had everything to do with his contract. Right, Holly? Uh, Yeah, he signed a pretty big darn contract that Aaron Rodgers, a four year Mm -hmm. $200 million deal, which makes Aaron Rodgers the highest paid player in NFL history. Which at the end of the day, regardless of what's really going on, we now understand why their relationship was so out in the open for the last year plus or whatever. Uh, Six minutes. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Thank No, Bradley. We solved nothing. Thank you. And yet we did. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, what classic book have you ever never read 651-641-1071 what classic book have you